Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. From great ones not seeing the funny side of a shot at his chosen form of preparation, to snake-like legends being left feeling queasy on the back of a generational talent show-stealing outburst, you won't find these wrestlers playing back the following promo sequences anytime soon. Gareth coming at you from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 wrestling promos that pissed off wrestlers. Number 10, The Rock lets rip after John Cena's wrist notes line. Few talents can hold a candle to the consistent level of promo dished out by twice-in-a-lifetime sparring partners John Cena and The Rock. However, for those wondering whether it's simply a case of the great one strutting on down to the ring, sizing up the candy ass in front of him, and ingeniously letting loose instantly iconic material, the face that runs the place had some bad news for you on the February 27, 2012 edition of Raw. Now sure, the People's Champion hadn't been routinely trotted out in front of a live WWE crowd for some time, and understandably felt he needed some form of safety blanket on the night. But that still didn't stop Cena from spontaneously taking aim at his evident set of easily accessible wrist notes during their exchange. While WWE were intending to give Cena the upper hand in the segment, said shots definitely felt like a step too far, leading to Rocky reportedly losing his cool backstage at the unexpected piece of dialogue. Number 9. Bully Ray wants Eddie Kingston to shut the F up You won't find too many fans going out of their way to call for a certain Mad King to keep his trap shut, partly because he's not the sort of person you want to get the wrong side of, but mostly due to the fact that the vast majority of what tumbles out of his mouth is authentic and compelling gold. However, in the case of one particular off-air piece of Eddie Kingston promo work aimed at the competition, not everyone in the wrestling world was impressed. According to Busted Open Radio's Bully Ray, the former TNA World Champion felt Kingston should shut the F up and stay in his lane, instead of taking the easy way out and knock the WWE. But not one to back down from a verbal fight, Kingston would inevitably respond to said critique by doubling down on his comments, telling WrestleZone's two dynamite dudes with Attitude Pod, I love AEW. What do you want from me? They're paying me. They're putting me on national television after it'll be 20 years in October. Of course, I'm gonna rah-rah AEW. Relax, relax. Number 8. Seth Rollins finds AEW's WWE shots tacky and lowbrow. It turns out that one particular current WWE sensation also is not the biggest fan of the competition's habit of throwing shade at his workplace. Despite going out of his way to reference Cody 
Rhodes' little friends trying to tear down WWE recently on an episode of Raw, Seth Rollins actually went on record to note how he felt AEW's digs at Vinnie Mac's empire, coming during various CM Punk and MJF exchanges around the time, were very tacky and very lowbrow in a conversation with Sports Illustrated, reinforcing those eye-catching words the former WWE champion would also go on to note. I think it looks and reeks of desperation. I just don't think it's anything on our television show that we need to go there and talk down about those guys. While the visionary's recent All Elite comments on WWE TV most certainly added another dimension to his compelling wars with the American Nightmare, they also successfully helped make the specific anti-AEW shoot promo comments age like a pint of full-fat milk. Number 7. Big Show was not in the mood for war and peace As the former Big Show revealed himself in an appearance on Freddie Prince Jr.'s Wrestling with Freddie podcast, the pair's first ever interaction whilst the latter was working as a WWE writer wasn't what you'd class as a wholly positive one. Thanks to the promo, Prince Jr. had written up for the former World Heavyweight Champion. Who the F wrote me war and peace were the words that erupted from White's brassed off mouth upon smashing open the writer's room door. With Show also recalling his reasons for losing his cool to the unfortunate former writer. In his words, like I haven't done a promo in like four months and now I've got like four effing pages to try to memorize. And I've got segments of wrestling that I've got to do like who the F wrote this and why. 25 minutes later, the duo had successfully reworked the promo. But not before this giant nearly squished a prince there and then. Number 6. Chris Jericho gets heat for calling The Undertaker boring. Upon touching down in Vince McMahon's juggernaut promotion for the first time back in 1999, Chris Jericho was in the business of making a name for himself, not making friends. But there's rubbing up the odd big name talent the wrong way during your first few weeks in the company. And then there's tearing down WWE's very own locker room leader. Needless to say, it likely wasn't the best call for Le Champion to brand The Undertaker as boring so early into his WWE career. As Jericho would go on to recall on the Kurt Angle show, his blasting of Taker on the back of a super long effing boring promo generated a sizable amount of heat towards him backstage. Before long, both Stone Cold Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels had taken the defiant WWE rookie to one side to advise him against pulling anything like that again. But the dead man and now AW man have long since gotten over this bumpy start to their time as warring colleagues. Number 5. Booker T thinks CM Punk struck out with his debut promo. It's clear Booker T didn't exactly enjoy what a returning best in the world had to say after so long out of the spotlight. The former king of WWE felt that Punk could have used his first dance time better when all was said and done. Instead of focusing a portion of his much-anticipated return promo on his time in WWE, Book felt that Punk would have been better served keeping his words centered on the here and now. In the Hall of Fame podcast host's opinion, he had the perfect crowd to be able to go out there and really, I'm talking about having a party up in that United Center. But CM Punk came back and took his moment and chose to talk about WWE. That right there was just a total miss as far as I'm concerned, he struck out. Clearly, those in attendance within the United Center did not share Book's negative opinion towards the mic time on the night. With the noise that met Punk's statement of I'm back rivaling just about anything you'll ever hear within a wrestling arena. Number 4. Bret Hart was not a fan of Sunny Days 1997 will forever be known as the year Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart's infamous feud both on and off screen sensationally bubbled over. However, things had gotten ugly and personal long before Montreal. With the heartbreak kid opting to unleash a rather pointed dig at the hitman enjoying some sunny days during a Titantron exchange back in May of that year. And while Hart wasn't said to have initially clocked the reference to rumors regarding an affair between himself and Tammy Lynn Sitch, the comment would eventually lead to a physical altercation later down the road. Coming a few hours before a June edition of Raw is War, Hart and Michaels would brawl in the locker room over the incident. Michaels would then proceed to storm into Vince McMahon's office and declare he was 
was done with WWE. But as would later come to light, this entire incident would merely act as another notable bump on the road to a game-changing screw job. Number 3. Liv Morgan's release line doesn't go down too well in the back It's not too difficult to see why many folks aren't exactly over the moon whenever WWE decides to write their penchant for suddenly releasing waves of talented wrestlers into their TV product as a way of infusing more drama into a program. With Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch locked in a feud over the Raw Women's Championship around the turn of the year, the former Riot Squad member took to blasting the man's big bloated contract as the reason some of her friends no longer have a job in WWE. Needless to say, fans and some of the WWE talents in the back were quick to call out the unnecessary line of dialogue, with the company themselves quickly papering over the promo by deleting the words from its YouTube channel. As would later be reported by Fightful Sean Ross Sapp, a number of former WWE stars and one current wrestler signed to the company would state to him how bad a taste they thought that was. Elsewhere on said episode of Raw, Edge also controversially noted how The Miz left his eventually released partner John Morrison high and dry during his time on Dancing with the Stars. Johnny Drip Drip would at least see the funny side of this particular shot though, stating how he was never not wet on Twitter shortly after. Number 2. Brock Lesnar goes ballistic after John Cena's post-Extreme Rules promo All eyes were on the former UFC heavyweight champion's first bout back inside of a squared circle against none other than the face that runs the place John Cena back in 2012. And while the Beast Incarnate seemed content enough to do the business on the night of Extreme Rules, eating a loss in his return match, the events that would precede their bloody brawl seemingly did not sit right with this colossal titan. According to numerous reports around the time from the likes of PWInsider.com, Lesnar was said to have unleashed hell backstage upon realizing that Cena had not been carried out of the arena as previously planned. Instead, the super babyface took to cutting a promo to the live audience, leaving Lesnar positively furious, and reportedly feeling double-crossed by the company and Cena himself. Number 1. MJF's Fire Me speech made Jake Roberts sick. MJF's June 1st dynamite pipe bomb made for some of the most compelling beats AW have ever committed to our screens. And while the workshoot nature of the salt of the earth's Fire Me speech understandably caused more than a few waves both online and seemingly backstage, very few all elite talents have taken to openly commenting on Maxwell's explosive outburst. However, current AEW on screen figure and all round wrestling legend Jake Roberts has never been one to mince his words, and recently took to completely burying the 26-year-old star on a recent episode of the DDP Snake Pit podcast. As the snake would put it, for me, it made me sick, it really did. I would love to see what the locker room is like. The bomb that he dropped is gonna have repercussions with people. Whether you loved it or hated it, there's no questioning that MGF's spitting of Wednesday Night Venom got the entire wrestling world talking, and his All Elite situation will likely continue to make the headlines all the way up to the bidding war of 2024. 